Greetings in the name of Jesus. This is Rob Hames. This is 15 Minutes with Jesus. Wherever two or three are gathered together in my name, Jesus said, there am I in the midst of them. To those of you who love him in truth, mercy unto you and peace and love be multiplied. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We praise you. We thank you, Lord. Thank you for this program that you've given me, Father. I pray you would open the ears of your people and open our ears to hear what your Holy Spirit is speaking. Thank you, Lord. Your word is the truth. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Today's program is called Beyond What is Written. Let's turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 6 and 7. The Apostle Paul said, Now these things, brethren, I have figuratively transferred to myself and Apollos for your sakes, that you may learn in us not to think beyond what is written, that none of you may be puffed up on behalf of one against the other. For who makes you to differ from another? And what do you have that you did not receive? Now if you did indeed receive it, why do you boast as if you had not received it? Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 1. And I, brethren, when I came to you, did not come with excellence of speech or of wisdom, declaring to you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. I was with you in weakness, in fear, and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. This is what we are to know, Jesus Christ and Him crucified, and the power of His resurrection, the exceeding greatness of His mighty power, which the Father worked in Him when He raised Him from the dead. For He was dead, but behold, He is alive forevermore. 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 19. And so we have the prophetic word confirmed, which you do well to heed, as a light that shines in a dark place, until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. Knowing this first, that no prophecy of Scripture is of any private interpretation, for prophecy never came by the will of man. But holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. 2 Timothy 3, verse 16. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Okay, let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 13. This is under the law of Moses. Deuteronomy 13, verse 1. If there arises among you a prophet or a dreamer of dreams, and he gives you a sign or a wonder, and the sign or the wonder comes to pass, of which he spoke to you, saying, Let us go after other gods, which you have not known, and let us serve them. 
You shall not listen to the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams. For the Lord your God is testing you to know whether you love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. You shall walk after the Lord your God and fear him and keep his commandments and obey his voice. You shall serve him and hold fast to him. But that prophet or that dreamer of dreams shall be put to death because he has spoken in order to turn you away from the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt and redeemed you from the house of bondage to entice you from the way in which the Lord your God commanded you to walk. So shall you put away the evil from your midst. If your brother, the son of your mother, or your son or your daughter, the wife of your bosom, or your friend, who is as your own soul, secretly entices you, saying, Let us go and serve other gods, which you have not known, neither you nor your fathers, of the gods of the people which are all around you, near to you, or far off from you, from one end of the earth to the other end of the earth. You shall not consent to him or listen to him, nor shall your eye pity him, nor shall you spare him or conceal him. If your dear brother speaks and shows power and says to you, Come, let us worship other gods, or a more subtle version, I have a word for you, or God told me, or an angel spoke to me, contrary to the word of God, don't listen to him or her. Stay in what is written. Let's turn to Matthew 4, verse 1. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And when he had fasted forty days and forty nights, afterward he was hungry. Now when the tempter came to him, he said, If you are the Son of God, command that these stones become bread. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him up into the holy city, set him on the pinnacle of the temple, and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge over you, and in their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him, It is written again, You shall not tempt the Lord your God. Again the devil took him up on an exceedingly high mountain, and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, All these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only you shall serve. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and ministered to him. When Jesus was contending with the devil, he stayed in what was written. He said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. If Jesus had to stay in what is written with Satan's temptations, the Son of God, the Word of God, do you presume to think that you can keep from being deceived by him any other way? It was a fight. Jesus had to be ministered to by angels after it was over. He overcame Satan by speaking the word of God to him by the Holy Spirit, the sword of the Spirit. 
If you are thinking beyond the word of God, you are puffed up, you are in pride, and the devil will bring you down if you don't humble yourself and repent and come back to Jesus Christ and him crucified. We all would do well to have a real Holy Spirit revelation of the cross of Jesus Christ. For to us who are being saved, it is the power of God, a revelation of the Father's love for us, that he sent Jesus to die for our sins, not head knowledge, a revelation from the Holy Spirit, the kind that breaks our hard, stubborn, prideful hearts, that we might become again as little children, loving him and trusting him. Remember, Jesus said, unless you are converted and become as little children, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Okay, let's go to Luke 22. This is at the Last Supper. Verse 24. Now there was also a dispute among them as to which of them should be considered the greatest. And he said to them, The kings of the Gentiles exercise lordship over them, and those who exercise authority over them are called benefactors. But not so among you. On the contrary, he who is greatest among you, let him be as the younger, and he who governs as he who serves. For who is greater, he who sits at the table or he who serves? Is it not he who sits at the table? Yet I am among you as one who serves. At the Last Supper, the disciples were still striving over which one of them was the greatest. And Jesus got up from the table, took off his garments, and girded himself with a towel like a servant, and began to wash the disciples' feet. Let's read about it in John 13, verse 1. Now before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour had come, that he should depart from this world to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. And supper being ended, the devil having already put it into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him, Jesus knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands and that he had come from God and was going to God, rose from supper and laid aside his garments, took a towel and girded himself. After that he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with a towel with which he was girded. Then he came to Simon Peter, and Peter said to him, Lord, are you washing my feet? Jesus answered and said to him, What I am doing you do not understand now, but you will know after this. Peter said to him, You shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, If I do not wash you, you have no part with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, He who is bathed needs only to wash his feet, but is completely clean. And you are clean, but not all of you. For he knew who would betray him. Therefore he said, You are not all clean. So when he had washed their feet, taken his garments, and sat down again, he said to them, Do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you say, Well, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that you should do as I have done to you. Most assuredly, I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master, 
nor is he who is sent greater than he who sent him. If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. He showed them how to walk. We are called as servants to God and to one another, not as great men of God. Jesus said, I am among you as one who serves. A man of God is a servant of God and of his servants. Jesus said, How can you believe when you seek honor one from another and not the honor that comes from God only? Seek the honor of God. Seek to be honored by him, by serving him and the people he has in your life, by giving him honor in their presence. Jesus said, For whoever is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of him the Son of Man also will be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. Satan offered Jesus all the glory and honor of this world if he would bow down and worship him. He said it was given to him, and he gives it to whoever he wills. Jesus didn't deny that, but he said to Satan, Away with you, Satan! For it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. And he overcame the world right there. Stay with what is written in the word of God. Seek him for revelation and understanding of his word, that you may overcome and do it in your everyday walk, as the Holy Spirit leads you, leaning not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledging him, and he will be directing your steps and you will honor him, and you will be a blessing in the earth. Hallelujah. I am God Almighty. These are my words. Those of you who are listening to my servant Rob this day, consider carefully these words that I've given him. You must stay with what is written. You must stay within my word. Do not listen to those who go beyond, to those who speak things that are not written. Stay with me, follow me, says the Lord God, and you will prosper. Thank you for listening to 15 Minutes with Jesus at roberthames.com. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with all of you who love him in truth. Amen.